What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Jaguars OTAs are done. They're in the books. Minicamp is coming up next week. And yesterday, I got to sit down and meet with the entire Jaguars coaching staff. Jaguars invited media out to meet with the coaches, get to know the staff a little bit more. I came away incredibly impressed, but we'll get to that in just a moment. If you are a fan of the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow myself on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. So before we get into the meeting with coaches, uh, Doug Peterson confirmed no serious injury for C.J. Beathard, backup quarterback for your Jacksonville Jaguars. That's obviously a uh, a welcome news. We did hear from Ian Rappaport earlier in the week that that was the case, but Doug Peterson confirmed it. The unfortunate news coming out of these meetings is that Jordan Smith, second-year defensive end slash outside linebacker, Uh, He did suffer a knee injury that requires surgery on Monday, and he's going to be out for the remainder of the season. So he'll lose his entire sophomore season with the Jaguars. Very unfortunate news for Jordan Smith, a guy who is really uh, working to earn a role on this defense for the Jaguars, and he's not going to be able to do that now. He's going to have to wait until 2023 to try to get back on track here the fourth-round pick that the Jaguars traded up for in 2021. All right, so like I said, yesterday we met with the entire coaching staff, had a really good time, a lot of fun takeaways here. We'll get it started right now. So yesterday was supposed to be the final day of OTAs for the Jaguars. Instead, Doug Peterson took the team on a field trip to Top Golf, where apparently Brandon Scherf, Walker Little, Christian Kirk have some of the best swings uh, on the tee box there. But not only did Doug Peterson do that, he also gave the vets next week off. Mandatory minicamp will not be required for the veterans. Uh, so that is a that's a huge development for these guys in terms of you can look at it a lot of different ways. I think it's interesting like this is a brand new coaching staff, a uh, lot of new players including veterans and rookies. And Doug Peterson, based on what he's seen throughout the summer, throughout the spring and summer from these guys, he decided he thinks that they've done enough of the You know, non-contact, no padded work. They've gotten their installs in. He feels good about where they're at and the work that they've put in. So he's given them mini camp off. And they will 
get back with the team in July for training camp. I think that says a lot about how Doug Peterson feels. I think it says a lot about uh, not only about how he feels about his players, but about how he feels uh, that his staff has has done and and just the fact that he's willing to do that. I've never seen the, a Jaguars head coach let veterans not attend mandatory minicamp. So they're marching to the beat of a, their own drum here in Jacksonville. I think you've seen that with a lot of different situations so far since this regime took over. And that's something I'll dive into a little bit more um, in an upcoming podcast. Uh, but they really, they, they're not worried about the outside noise. They're doing what they want to do in terms of personnel, in terms of how they're running this organization. And, you know, we'll see if it pays off, you know, if, if they're, if their strategy, strategies end up, you know, being helpful. When we talk about competitions coming up in training camp, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting ones. I've got the four that I'm looking at uh, and following the most that I think are the most legitimate competitions here for the roster. I think Walker Little versus Jawan Taylor is probably the most interesting right now. Uh, I would say Walker Little should have the advantage to be the right tackle, and you've seen Jawan Taylor moving around the formation. So I'd imagine that Jawan Taylor is going to end up being the swing tackle where Walker Little will probably end up being the starting right tackle. Second year, uh, Second round pick in 2021 for the Jaguars. Didn't get on the field a ton until late in the season for the Jags uh, in 2021. Cam Robinson went down with an injury late. And Walker Little, down the stretch, those final two games against the Patriots and Colts, he played really well. Uh, Jawan Taylor has been a little disappointing in his development over the last three years in Jacksonville. So I do believe Walker Little is the more talented with more upside and probably a higher floor of play than Jawan Taylor. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. The Jaguars do like Jawan. They've talked about it, you know, consistently throughout spring and summer. The discourse coming out of the coaching staff has been that they like um, Jawan Taylor, but I just don't see him holding off Walker Little for that right tackle spot. So you'll probably see Jawan as the primary backup at left and right tackle. Then you've also got Luke Fortner who the Jaguars selected 65th overall, top of the third round in 2022. Right now, I would pencil in Tyler Shatley and Ben Barch at left guard, left guard for Ben Barch, center for Tyler Shatley in the starting lineup. But they are going to have this competition ramp up in training camp once you've got the pads on. Uh, And Luke Fortner, he's really smart. He's really talented, very steady. Will he be able to overtake Ben Barch or Tyler Shatley in camp, the Jaguars are going to give him opportunities to do so. There's going to be, uh, as is in every NFL building, there's going to be competition, and they're preaching competition. So they're not giving this job to Tyler Shatley or to Ben Barch in the middle there. Luke Fortner, he's going to have his opportunity to go compete and, and earn a starting job throughout camp. Then you talk about the green dot. Who on defense is going to be responsible for communicating the plays, making sure everyone else is lined up properly. 
Well, you would assume Foye Aluak and the Jaguars brought him over from Atlanta. They're paying him $15 million a year. But Mike Caldwell, Jaguars defensive coordinator, he says that's another open competition. It could be Devin Lloyd. It could be Foye Aluak and whoever really kind of takes on the role of doing that and, and runs with it is going to be the one who ends up with the green dot more often than not. And uh, that's huge. I mean, for you wouldn't normally think you would want a rookie, Devin Lloyd, being the communicator. But if he's able to fully grasp the playbook, fully understand what everyone else's roles are, and and lead, which that's all he's done throughout his career at Utah, right? And he's already showing leadership signs in Jacksonville. He could be the green dot player as a rookie. Then you've got the kicking competition. Uh, Heath Farwell, the Jaguars special teams coach, he's really excited about the two kickers they have. Ryan Santoso, one of the biggest kickers you've ever seen. Uh, Looks like a tight end out there, but he has a massive leg. Uh, uh, Heath Farwell's really excited about that. You know, his ability to boom the ball into the end zone on kickoffs and make long field goals. They're just working on tightening up some things with Ryan Santoso and trying to you know, get him a little more accurate with the football. And then you've got Andrew Mevis, the rookie undrafted free agent. Farwell did a lot of work on Mevis. He went out to Iowa State and um, met with him and kind of was really excited about the opportunity to get him into Jacksonville. So I think it is going to be a legitimate competition there between those two. I'd be surprised if Mevis doesn't win. I think he's a more accurate kicker and he does have power in his leg. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. When I talk to these coaches, there's one thing I really notice, and that's the energy and the passion these guys have. I'm not sitting here and saying that there haven't been passionate and energetic coaches in Jacksonville before, but each individual one, you can really sense uh, their sense of purpose, their their focus, and their energy. You've got a, a lot of former players Guys that have not been out of the league a super long time. When you look at some of them, Deshae Townsend, Brenton Buckner was in the league for a long time, Tony Gilbert, Richard Angulo, all these guys, you could just feel the passion oozing from them when you were talking to them. And we'll see. That's not to sit here and say that just because these guys are passionate, they're going to end up you know, getting the best results out of these players. I'm not sitting here and proclaiming this is the best coaching staff in the world, but they are passionate, and and that's kind of a, a little bit of a different vibe than what I've gotten from some of the coaches that have been around Jacksonville in recent years. These guys are really amped up, and they're really focused. <clears throat> Excuse me. They really know. Um, really know. They're on their P's and Q's. They just, I think, have a unified vision. I haven't really felt that as much uh, from other regimes that I've been around. You can see why Doug Peterson wanted each and every one of these guys. At cornerback, got some information from Deshae Townsend, the DB coach and and passing game coordinator. You are going to see primarily Tyson Campbell and Shaquille Griffin on the outside, outside starting corners, and Darius Williams, the free agent they brought over from the Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champion, hometown kid. He is going to be the primary nickel. Right now, they've said it will be a competition for these spots, but you don't select Tyson Campbell and see what he did, uh, select him in the second round, then see the progress he made as a rookie, 
pay Shaquille Griffin and pay Darius Williams for those guys to not be the main three. Those are going to be the main three, even if you're preaching competition with Xavier Crawford, Trey Herndon, some of the young guys. It's going to be Darius Tyson and Shaq, and Darius Williams is going to be the main guy at nickel. And I've talked about that I think that, or that I thought that the Jaguars should be more of a situational matchup based decisions. Who's going to be inside at the nickel spot, but they're going ahead and they're putting Darius Williams there. And I'm good with that. As long as he can hold up against some of these rushing attacks that you see in the AFC South uh, and play physical, he's a little undersized, which a lot of nickels are throughout the league. That's not an uncommon, but when you look at the AFC South with Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, Damian Pierce, now, that nickel is going to really need to be able to hold up uh, you know, against these rushing attacks. That's the first time we've really heard that Darius Williams will be that guy in the, in the nickel spot. So uh, obviously that was an important revelation to know, you know you've got Tyson and Shaq who are primarily outside, Darius Williams primarily inside. And again, when you talk about the passion these coaches have, they also have a passion for bringing back Duval. They understand it. Like I said, Richard Angulo played here. Brinson Buckner was around when the Jaguars had all these superstar defensive linemen and really impressive defenses. He wants to bring that back. And I've got a clip for you guys that we're going to end the show on here today that uh, that illustrates Brinson Buckner's passion for Jacksonville. But Deshae Townsend, Tony Gilbert played here. Richard Angulo played here. They know what Duval was, and they're excited about getting the Jaguars back to what they were in their glory days. Spent another decade or so there. So why make the move to a place that had just gone through? Sure, at this point, you know, like what it had been through. I like challenges. I like being an underdog. I like people. I like coming in and telling, telling my guys, people don't expect much of us. Now let's go to work. And so being here, but you got to understand, I was in the league when the birth of Jacksonville came. I stood on that sideline, and as an expansion team, they beat the hell out of us, and I was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they introduced themselves to the league. So I know how special this place can be, and it's always been built along the defensive line. The Tony Brackens of, of, of the world. Then you go to the Strouds and the Henderson and the Paul Spicers of the world. Then you go to Calais Campbell, and those guys came here. I want to put my hands on that. I want these guys to create their own chapter in the book of the Jaguar culture, and I want to start up front. And we got the weapons to do it. Now we got to put in the hard work, and guys got to continue to improve. And I got to find ways as a coach to keep them engaged and get them to get better and better. You know, every day we take the field, but that's this is a great place. This is the South. It's great football out west, but when football is great in the South. There's no other place you want to be. Amen. Amen. That's going to do it. Thanks for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube and check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.